0: This episode of Breakthrough Success is brought to you by Peace and Harmony Co., helping people to become the heroes that their communities need. Head over to peaceandharmonyco.com to learn more. If you have ever wanted to write your own book, now is the perfect time to do just that. We're going to talk about the opportunity that you have with writing your own book and some of the strategies you can use to reach more people with your books. I am super excited about the guest we're going to have on today. He was on episode 25 and over 500 breakthrough success interviews later. He is back and he's been killing it since the last time he came on. He is the CEO of Self-Publishing School. So right there, I gave it away for some people. And that company has gone on to be an Inc. 5,000 company, not once, but twice, and it's just really incredible to see the growth he's had. He's getting into podcasting a lot more deeper, Seven Figure Principles Podcast and the Self-Publishing School Podcast. This guy is creating books left and right. His book, Published, which will be in the show notes. That is the book I go back to for all of the book launches that I do. I do all my check boxes and stuff like that. I look at that book, that's my battle plan. So I'm really excited to be bringing on our guest for this episode. He is none other than Chandler Bolt. Chandler, welcome to the show. Hey, really great to be here. Great to be back. Chandler, it is certainly to have you back on Breakthrough Success, and it's amazing just how much stuff has changed. I mean, people seeing this on YouTube, all the books behind me—I didn't write a single one of those the uh, last time. So a lot—we've we've both changed in a lot of different ways, but I think one thing that stayed the same is the opportunity you have as a self-published author, and it, it, like each day, especially with what's going on, is that great opportunity to publish your own books. So I'm wondering if we could jump a little bit into like, you know, why now is a great opportunity and what people can do to get started.
1: Yeah, I think why now it's, it, you know, at the time at least that we're recording this video, we're still in the middle of, of COVID-19 and who knows how long that's gonna last. Uh, but I think, you know, it's an, it's an amazing, one of the biggest excuses that we've heard for years is I don't have time to write a book. And now we can pretty squarely look people in the face and say, actually you do. <laughs> And and now I get it. Some people, it's like, your kids are home. It's like, things are crazy. They're running around. Like, so, so there's like a small handful that don't have uh, a, you know, time, maybe. But then for the majority of people, it's, we, you do have time. It's just, how are you going to use it? Are you going to watch Netflix? Are you going to uh, you know, waste it? Or are you going to use that time to plant seeds in your future uh, and, and, and to start on your book? And so, you know, uh, maybe you've heard this, but, uh, you know, Isaac Newton uh, dis- discovered calculus and the fundamentals of gravity while in quarantine. Um, uh, Shakespeare wrote some of his best work, King Lear and Macbeth while in quarantine. Uh, so I, th- I think there's really this opportunity where you know, everyone's joking that there's gonna be, uh, there's gonna be uh, babies born from quarantine mm-hmm. the quarantine kids nine months from now. Well, we, we're believing that there's gonna be a lot of book babies <laughs> that will be birthed
0: into the world um, during this time and over the next few months. And I know Chandler just for context has helped thousands of people go from idea to book within 90 days. And I mean, he's seen people go from that like idea to book, like in all different times, like not just during what's going on now, but even beforehand, like you see people who they squeeze it in between their jobs. So uh, the fact that we have so much more time to make it happen now is like so inspiring in a sense that if you've been dreaming of it for so long, you can finally go after it. So for someone who's like, okay Chandler you're right this is the great like I need to be an author I need to get my first book like what would you say are some of the starting steps to that journey
1: yeah so the most important thing is to get your rough draft done and so until you get a rough draft of your book done nothing else matters the title doesn't matter uh, your book cover doesn't matter how you're going to market it doesn't matter like get a rough draft done uh, and that's, that's the most important thing. And, and to do that, we, we walk people through a three-step process. So step number one involves mind mapping everything that you can think of on this topic. And so literally just you know, start, start a brainstorm. Take 15 minutes, mind map the topic. Then, um, you know, then take that mind map and start to group ideas into groups or sections. So we'll call it maybe five, five groups of ideas or five sections. You're going to order those sections in the order that you want to cover them in the book. And then drill down about three chapters or so per section. So now you've got five sections, three chapters per section. Uh, so you got about a fifteen chapter outline. Uh, and then we have kind of a cool little tool uh, on our site. It's called uh, the Book Outline Template Generator. Um, so you press a couple buttons, and it'll actually spit out, uh, depending on you know nonfiction, fiction, whatever, it'll it'll spit out a twenty-five page Google Doc that's literally like title page, copyright page. Um, chapter headings, table of contents—you literally just copy the Google Doc and then start typing into it. So that can help with the outline phase. Uh, and then step number three is to to write the book or speak the book. So kind of becomes the choose your own adventure, uh, depending on which one you're better at uh, writing or speaking. And so then you do exactly what I just taught—kind of big picture on a per chapter basis. So start with chapter one, take ten minutes mind mapping everything you can think of on that chapter. 10 minutes turning that mind map into an outline and then 45 minutes to an hour and a half writing the chapter repeat that process chapter by chapter or 10 minute mind map 10 minute outline and then 10 minutes uh actually speaking the chapter get that transcribed repeat that process chapter by chapter so that's kind of like the first and simplest steps that i would take but at the end of the day you got to choose one idea don't try to write more, more than one book at a time Uh, And then you can't edit while you write. (laughs) Those are really the only two rules that we have when we work with people. So uh, don't edit while you write. We all know someone who has five perfectly written chapters in their unfinished book. Uh, So you don't need to edit while you write. Uh, And editing is important, but after the draft is finished. And Mm -hmm. so narrow in on what you're going to write first. I also don't recommend having a co author personally for your first book. Uh, It's kind of like, uh, trying to paint a painting and having two hands on the paintbrush like you can imagine how hard that would be mm. that's what working with a co-author is like uh so so write the book yourself at least the first one because then you're going to learn the process and learning how to write a book is kind of like learning how to ride a bike once you know how to do it you can do it again and again and again and again and that's why i mean shoot right over your shoulder you've got whatever that is six seven books right there and that's why you know you a lot of people you don't meet many one-time authors because <laughs> most people that learn the process, they repeat the process because you know how to do it. But it's, it's, it is like light, learning how to ride a bike in the sense that you learn the skill set and then you can choose to repeat uh, that skill set if, if you choose to do so.
0: Yeah, and it, it definitely is a choice. And there are a lot of authors who are at one book, two books, three books, because once you get comfortable with writing books and you get comfortable with the business model, I mean, you just want to keep writing them out. You love writing the books. You make money writing the books. You grow your business writing the books. And those are all different things that, uh, you know, Chandler helps people with, whether it be through one of his podcasts or his YouTube or something else of that nature. And for people who they want to get more visibility for their book. What are some of the strategies you've seen work very well? Yeah. So one of the biggest ones
1: um, is, is creating a launch team. And that's kind of like this. That's the, the one thing such that if you do it, it makes everything else easier or unnecessary. Uh, and necessary. And so a launch team is a small group of people who support you or the, t- and, or the topic of your book. So this could be five people, 15 people, 50 people, uh, and really they're going to read the book ahead of time, leave a review on day one. That's mm-hmm. by far the most important thing. Cause now all of a sudden you have five, 15, 50 reviews, uh, and then they support the book launch. So it's like having an army of people going out into battle on behalf of your book. Uh, and so, and, and then the flip side is they get a, a free digital copy ahead of the time. I like to put their name in the book. People love that. Um, as being part of the launch team. And I get to see how you launch this book. You know, New York Times study says that 81% of people want to write a book. Uh, we know that less than 1% actually do. So a lot of people are terrified of the concept of getting people to help you promote, but they actually, in a lot of cases, enjoy it and enjoy supporting you. And maybe even uh, secretly deep down inside, they want to write a book too. And so they can kind of live vicariously through you. And who knows, maybe you'll, maybe you'll give them the courage uh, to try it themselves in that process, but that's launch team. That's, you know, far and away, the number one thing that I recommend.
0: I mean, that's, uh, I mentioned in the intro, publishes the book I go back to when I want to do a book launch and the uh, having that book launch team, that's definitely something that's covered in there. I'm wondering if you could just dive a little bit into the book launch team. Like how do we find people? Like, is it just friends and family? Is there outreach? Like, What's your approach for finding people in communication?
1: Yeah, great, great question. So it, it depends on, who do you know uh, that could, that that supports you or supports your topic, right? So, I, you know, it might be friends, it might be customers, it might be coworkers, colleagues, it might be, uh, you know, I think I already said family, um, but it's, and it takes a lot of asking and I'll, I'll ask on social media and I just make it super simple is, 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 you know, who would be willing to support my book? It's coming out, of, you know, in a, in a few weeks, who's interested in joining my launch team? Comment below, and I can send you the info or something like that. So you you make it a little bit of a micro commitment, uh, and then you're gathering you're you're gathering a list uh, of people who are going to support uh, support that. And so it just takes a lot of asks, which most people are uncomfortable with. But you got to get uh, comfortable being uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, and so it takes it takes some asks of uh, of others, and then and then you know just kind of more um, a methodical approach. So for us, we run it in a Facebook group. Uh, And then I'll give them an assignment per week for, you know, two to three, four weeks leading up to the book launch. And one week it might be reach out to PR and the launch team helps get PR. The next week it might be read the book (laughs) Uh, and that's it. Uh, And then obviously the most important thing in the through line is leave a review on day one. Reviews just weigh so highly in Amazon's algorithms Uh, and they're getting, as I'm sure you know, Mark, they're getting pickier and pickier. Uh, about reviews and pulling them down yeah. and blocking. I mean, it's kind of crazy. It's. I think they've. I think their review process in the early days just had no integrity because there were no checks and balances. So they they are overcorrecting currently, and I think they'll pull back a little bit. It's kind of like when Facebook started banning ad accounts like crazy back in the day because it was just the wild wild west. And but I think Amazon realized that their review system just lacked integrity and there were no parameters. like you could just game it. And a lot of people were, uh, and so people didn't trust it. And that's why Goodreads was created. Uh, and then Amazon bought Goodreads. <laughs> uh, and so, I mean, now they own Goodreads and they're also improving the integrity of their, uh, of their, um, you know, review system as a whole. Um, so, but, so the most important thing though, and the kind of third line is you make sure that that you, that people know, uh, to, to leave a review.
0: Yeah, I mean, reviews are so important for a book, for someone who has no idea who you are. And the great thing with Amazon is people can find you, even if they've never been on your website, they've never seen your YouTube channel and your podcast, they search the right keyword, you pop up. And if you've got all these reviews, then you know, you're just more likely to get that sale. And reviews are definitely very important. I do want to go back to the writing the book as an opportunity because... People like, I feel like this especially happens at conferences. You get really excited. You're like, this has been such a great uh, episode, and you want to write your book. And then you are a week removed from this interview, and now you don't want to go out there and write your book. So uh, there's a lot of excitement when you think of the idea. There's not as much excitement when it's like, oh, I got to do this now. So, how can we really go? From idea to finished book, without like losing, uh, like there are some challenging parts in the journey, but without like stopping halfway or something like that.
1: Yeah, it's a great question. So I think there, there, it's two parts: it's how do you get started, and then how do you keep momentum? And you know, for most people, it's it's the 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 micro, like kind of the checkpoints along the journey that help you feel like you're making progress and far and away, the biggest one, what I mentioned earlier, get your rough draft done, but that can feel daunting. It's like, okay, cool. That's so far away from where I'm at right now. Uh, And so we break this down into what we call milestones and, and and all of our uh, courses, programs, all that stuff, like milestones are at the front of the, at at the front of the student experience. Uh, And so people, and everything else just supports that. So it's like, we've got the content. Yes. We've got the coaching calls. Yes. We've got, the Rolodex of outsourcers that we've negotiated deals with all those people, like cover designers, editors, all that stuff. Yes, but really, all that is in support of the milestone. So it's how do you get your mind map done? Then your outline, okay? Then how do you get your you know first whatever words and then your rough draft, editing, book production, things like that. So it, it's really how do you continue to have something to celebrate because <laughs> um, that that makes you feel like you're making progress because you are. Uh, and then how do you a logical next step so what i would recommend for everyone is literally as soon as you finish listening to this podcast or uh, watching this video uh, if you're watching on youtube literally as soon as this is over grab a blank sheet of paper and take 15 minutes uh to to mind map your book and if you can't commit to that then you're not just you're not serious about getting this book done and 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 that's the cool thing is Every day we make decisions about what we are prioritizing. It just doesn't always look like decisions. So if you make a decision to not work on your mind map, either as soon as you finish listening or watching this or tonight before you go to bed, well, then you've essentially made a decision not to work on your book. And that's totally fine because I think a lot of what we do or don't do is a result of, you know, it's like the four agreements, be impeccable with your word. And so if I start lying to myself about the things that I'm going to be doing, uh, and, and not following through on my goals or not following through on my commitments that I'm conditioning myself that, oh, I'm not the type of person that follows through. So I think it's super important to, to actually make a conscious decision. <laughs> like, is this important to me? Therefore, I'm going to prioritize this or is it not? And I think people feel bad saying that it's not. Uh, and And that's actually in a lot of cases, that's a really good thing. Because I would rather you say this book is not a priority and it's not important. And then you're building up the, the mental stamina of if I say I'm going to do something, I do it, then to say, this is important to me and then not do it because you're mentally conditioning yourself to not follow through on commitments. And so I just think um, that's so important. I, I like an example within an example is like, I know I'm going to go rewrite uh, my book published and, and, and I've had to fight the urge to dive in. Cause I know when I dive in, I'm going to just, I'm going to want to tear through it. And so for me, it's okay. I've, I've consciously said it's not a priority right now to, to rewrite that. Uh, It's, it's, I think it can be significantly better. And I want to integrate, I want to integrate all the new concepts that we've been teaching and learning. And I also want to, you know, integrate it with like the book outline template generator and like other tools that we've created that will help people. And that will also turn more book, buyers or readers into paying customers so like i know there's a lot of opportunity there but it's like i've got to make a decision of like not this month this is not the most important thing that's a that's a next month thing or like you know be conscious about the decisions that you're making but just to repeat uh, at the at the uh, at the the risk of 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 repeating myself and overemphasizing this <laughs> it's mind map if you want to get started and then milestones from there
0: And I mean, 15 minutes, that's not too much to ask for. Even if you feel like five minutes, it may not be a complete mind map, but it is something that like, at least you took that first step. I think once you take the first step, it's definitely a lot easier. And I think the issue with why people don't write books, it's not entirely like lazy. It's not like people just like, don't feel like doing it. Uh, Because there was a lot of stuff I mentioned about Chandler in the intro to podcasts, self publishing school Inc. 5000 company twice. If you go on Chandler's Facebook, you see how he's interacting with everyone on the self publishing school team and uh, continuing to grow that. So uh, there's like for a lot of people, there's work that goes beyond the book and like Chandler's YouTube also and my YouTube. So for someone who like they have a full fledged business and they don't like, they need that to keep growing and focus on that, but they also want to do the book. How would you suggest squeezing it in?
1: Yeah, it's, there's kind of two paths. It's, are you going to chip away at it 30 minutes a day in the morning as the first thing that you do when you wake up? Or are you going to buckle down and try to get a rough draft done in a weekend uh, and either speak it or or write it? But I know for me with one of my first books, uh, we wrote the draft in a week and it was, you know, I didn't have someone like, you know, giving me the full process. I definitely had a mentor who was amazing that gave me like, Hey, here's the cliff notes uh, of what you should do. And then I just kind of trial and errored it. But uh, I would really say like, those are the two paths and you got to decide, is this important or is this not? I mean, I think there's a lot of great reasons, you know, a book will drive more leads, sales and referrals for your business. Like that's what it comes down to and you're going to integrate it into what you're doing to more leads. That means more people who hear about you because of your book, more sales. That's a higher percentage of every appointment that you have. So whether it's a, whatever you call the sales mechanism mechanism in your business, whether it's a sales call, whether it's a, an estimate an evaluation, uh, whatever um, it's going to, you're going to convert more of those folks into paying customers by having a book and by integrating the book into the sales process And then number three, referrals, you give two books to every prospect and new customer, one for them and one to give to a friend. So now all of a sudden they know, as you say, hey, uh, you know, I'm going to give you these two copies of a book. my book. Most books don't come with strings attached. This one does. You you read one of them and then give the other one to a friend you know that struggles with X, Y, Z. So for example, for me, it's like, hey, I'll give you two copies of my book published uh, and uh, you just got to give one to someone who, you know, who wants to write a book. Right. And so now you're enabling your existing customers or even prospects, or even people who don't decide to do business with, with you are now becoming refers instead of handing them a business card, which newsflash, they're going to throw away that business card probably yeah. within 24 hours, uh, but you give them a book and you know, maybe you're, maybe you're like me uh, in the sense that my, my parents taught me not to waste. So you, you feel bad throwing away a book. Like I, if I look, you know, right past my computer i've got a bunch of books that people have given, given me at conferences uh and students that come up and have published their book uh and and i still have them <laughs> like i feel bad to throw them away uh, and it, you know it's it's so it's it really is it's, it's a three or four dollar business card and so it, so this is like a long answer of of both okay a book's gonna use you're gonna use a book to get more leads sales and referrals uh, and so then through that lens, you just have to decide, is this a priority for me? Is this something that I should be working on right now? And if it is, then you got to get the rough draft done as, as fast as possible. And I can't overemphasize that. Um, so whether that's waking up early and I know that's a lot of, a lot of people end up doing that and it's the best time to get, make progress on your book. So, 30 minutes every morning or say, Hey, I'm going to sacrifice one weekend and I'm going to try to get a draft done.
0: And I love how Chandler gives both options. I feel like there are people who can relate to, you know, just 30 minutes a day, chip away at it each day. There are other people who they can't really commit to that. So you just pick two days. You write all the content of your book. Uh, Like, you know, people have different lengths of a book. I go for 20,000 words. I don't know what Chandler goes for. Like, do you go for a specific word count or is it when you feel like it's complete? I think we should address that really quickly.
1: Yeah, oh, for sure. This is actually funny. One of our uh, most popular blog posts um, is I think it's how, like how many words in a book and we go all the different genres and stuff. For me, it's 15 to 40,000 words. And I think published, somebody asked me this the other day and I, did, I don't know actually uh, how many words is in published. I wanna say it's like 42,000 or so. I like to write past the word count and then ruth- ruthlessly trim. But really, I don't I don't have a word count goal usually. It's like you said, uh, say what needs to be said. And it's kind of like... Um, I I learned this from Neville Medora uh, back in the day through his copywriting course, and uh, it always stuck with me. It's it's like about copywriting, and so he said, "How do you know if it's too long, too short, whatever?" And he said, "Good copy," and I think this applies. It's like a good book is like a woman's skirt. Uh, it's long enough to cover the essentials and short enough to keep it interesting. <laughs> and so I think that really is true is that you need to cover the essentials and keep it interesting. Um, and, and so don't, don't write just to write. And we, you know, there's, we've all read that book. That's like, man, after chapter two, I got the point. Why yeah. did you blab on for 15 more chapters? Uh, I could have just summed it up. So cover the essentials, keep it interesting.
0: Yeah, I love how Chandler gave a really wide word count range. I mean, if you feel like 15,000 words, you've covered your topic, you're not as interested in the work and you feel like your any extra word wouldn't be as interesting, stop. If you feel like you've got to hit 40,000 words, do it. So a big part of it is knowing like, you know, just write it to the way that you enjoy and make sure everything that you want to say gets said and uh it is i know within the book content that you do uh get the clients you get the leads you get the sales and i'm wondering like how do we write our book like in, with like the same thought of using it as a way to convert people yeah and yeah there's so many things there i mean
1: number the 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 question that most people ask is like hey how much should i include in the book versus not like I want to like kind of hold some stuff back and all that. My philosophy is give away all of your best stuff for free and people will pay you to tell it to them again. Right? It's like give away all of your best stuff and people will read it and they realize, like my book published, they read it, they'll read it and they say, This is amazing and I need more help <laughs> uh, and I need help implementing this. And then they book a call with my team and they sign up for self publishing school. And so, like, First off, don't hold back and add as much value as humanly possible in that book. And then align the message of the book with what you do. And I, I, I know that probably sounds self-explanatory or just like, duh, of course you're gonna do that. But a lot of people mess that up. Uh, and so in the same sense that, you know, if if I were, you know, like I have a podcast now or multiple podcasts, and then I'm doing podcast interviews. Well, I try to align the podcast interview with what I'm knowledgeable on, which also relates to self-publishing school. So it's like, we're talking about book stuff right now. People are interested in this. They like this. Like it's very easy. Logical next step is like, check out the self-publishing school podcast, check out self-publishing school. It's like align what you're talking about um, with what you help people with uh, and then have very clear call to actions throughout the book. Obviously um, you've read published. So you see, it's like, okay, I'll, I'll, here's the mind map piece. All right. Download our mind map on the site. Uh, here's the, um, here's our book marketing checklist. Here's our, you know, like all those things throughout the process. is, is you're aligning it to next steps. Uh, and then what I do specifically that works really, really well is give away video and audio in the beginning of the book. Mm. Um, and so video and audio works really well. I give away the audio book and that has inherent value. So automatically people think, Oh my gosh, this is 15 bucks, 20 bucks. Chandler's given this to me for free love that guy, Uh, our relationship's off to a good start, right? Uh, And then the video, that's a webinar. So that leads to them becoming a customer. And uh, the last thing I'll say on that is, you know, since it's in the beginning of the book, when people click the look inside uh, and and actually preview the book, they can see the audio book is given away for free and they can download the audio book without even buying the book. Now, most people see that. And so we're just literally funneling hundreds, thousands of, of leads. Uh, off of Amazon all the time. And people see that and they think Chandler's an idiot. He doesn't know that I can get my, you know, the audio book for free without even buying the book. Uh, And I had a customer, you know, or messaged me the other day and and someone had, because I tell this story and I say, you know, uh, this probably like, this happens to me. And someone had reached out to them and told them this and they they screenshotted and sent it to me and said, it's working. Um, cause the same, the same thing happened, but of course I know that. Uh, and for me, the lead is worth way oh, yeah. more than the three bucks I would have, you know, instead of paying for leads, like I would everywhere else, you know, Facebook ads, all that I'm getting paid to get leads. Um, or I'm getting free leads if they don't buy yeah. anything. Um, so like it, it's either way, it's a win-win, uh, and, and we're, you know, we're turning browsers or readers into subscribers uh, and into paying customers
0: yeah and I mean that it goes to the idea that a book is such a great opportunity right now I mean it's always been because you're able to get leads you use that first page you take people through a journey I mean that's a great way to build a ton of trust and uh, Chandler does this very well in his book published which again will be in the show notes but it's this theme that uh, writing a book has always been a great opportunity but now is the time to really go out there put your book out there and maybe even write book number two, book number three. I know Chandler has guided thousands of people uh, to go from idea to publish books. So I think if you're looking for some guidance, you definitely want to go to Chandler. So for people who don't know, where do we go?
1: Yeah. So, uh, so the best place is going to be, uh, we've got a kind of a pillar post on uh, the self publishing school site. It's all about how to write a book. Uh, and so it's our, how to write a book post. It's you'll get, you know, the, the, the book outline template generator that I mentioned earlier, that's there. You can, I think you can find a free copy of my book published there, or it's on the site. Um, also there's some free training there, um, like a 45 minute webinar, um, that kind of expands on what we were just talking about, but that's the first and best place to start. We've also got some amazing resources on the selfpublishing.com site. Um, that's another, um, site that we own and publish a lot of helpful content. So we got tons of free content, self-publishing school podcast. I mean, (laughs) there's a lot of really helpful resources um, if if you're getting into this sort of thing.
0: That is a lot of links. If you guys are struggling to remember all that, I don't blame you. That's why we got show notes. And it's just amazing to see all the stuff Chandler puts out on a daily and weekly basis. Chandler, thank you so much for joining us on Breakthrough Success. It's always a pleasure to have you on the show.
1: Hey, Mark, uh, thank you so much for having me back. I love what you're doing. It's just been amazing seeing your journey uh, over the last few years since we've met. And and you're somebody that shows up, that puts in the work day in, day out. And I can tell, man, so it's it's inspiring to me and just appreciate you having me back.